1: Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's hot topic is on how you can become a giant slayer. We look at the story of David and how David was able to kill Goliath, and all he did truly was rely on God. You too can be a giant slayer. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on The Christian View.
2: With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view?
0: That's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view?
3: Topics that affect our daily life.
1: Empowering and inspiring. And to develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know, it's like, because God does
2: have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The
4: Christian View
1: to the Christian View. What a great audience we have. We love having our live audience back, so thank you all for coming. You're amazing. (laughs) Thank you at home for watching and inviting us into your home, those listening by radio or podcast. We are just thankful to be able to share God's Word around the world. You know, we are on, we are blessed, really, to be on 40-plus different networks around the world, just sharing the good news of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, and we never take that for granted. Um, We're going to talk today about Goliath and how you become a giant slayer in your life, but before we get into that topic, I'm going to introduce those sitting around the table. Um, I have the beautiful Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here, Pastor Lee Adams. Always great having you, Candace Kirkpatrick from Nashville. Thank you for being here, and the beautiful Amy Sutherland. So thank you for being here. Check out their ministries. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom in addition to pouring into the Christian view. Well, if you have your Bibles, I want you to get them out. I want you to turn to 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're going to talk a little bit about Goliath and giants. So if you're not familiar with this story, twice a day for 40 days, a giant who was nine feet, four inches tall, would come and harass and torment and, and demand a one-on-one battle with the Israelites. And no one would take a stand against them. They were all in fear. They were all paralyzed and they were afraid to to do anything about it but then here comes David a shepherd boy who's tending sheep and he's like I'm going to do this I'm going to stand up against Goliath you know and, and what I love about this story is David it, it wasn't about the size for David he wasn't looking at this giant in fear what he was actually looking at was God he kept his eyes on God and he said you come against him with a sword and a spear but I come against you in the name of the Lord God Almighty. And mm-hmm. that's how believers need to face our giants. So, Trudy, not many of us are going to stand before a nine-foot, four-inch giant. But we all are going to face giants. Yes. So let's talk about what modern-day giants are. Right. So what is it? what did that giant do? He bullied. He intimidated.
2: Yes. And so yes. today, our giants are spiritual. And it's anything that, that intimidates us, oppresses us, yes, and keeps us from the will of God and God's purpose for our life. Amen. And I think some specific examples would be anxiety, fear, drugs, mm-hmm. addiction, and um, even illnesses. Right. They, they come against us to the word God's will for our life. And like David, we have to keep in mind that the battle belongs Amen. to the Lord. That's one of my favorite verses from that story is that he was victorious because he knew who the battle belonged to. Right. And as Christians, our battle belongs to the Lord as Amen. well. Amen.
1: And you know what, Lee, though? One of our biggest giants could actually be ourselves, right? So, yeah, so. Fear and anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: And I think, you know, even within ourselves, when we are confronted by things that cause us to retreat inwardly yes. and we don't yeah. face them and left unchecked. They turn into strongholds Absolutely. and the fear comes in and it, and it and mobilizes us mm-hmm. and puts us in a place where we're afraid to move and actually move into understanding that we have been, you know, fearfully and wonderfully right. made and that, you know, if God be for us, who can be against us? You Absolutely. know, we stand on those. But when I look at, you know, even with myself, there are a lot of things that I have faced in life, you mm-hmm. know, that, that stemmed from, you know, um, the anxiety yes. or, you know, the, the depression, you know, that would tell me okay, you're not good enough, mm-hmm. tell you that you're not, you know, you're not brave enough that, you know, you're not good looking. Enough so
1: you think about that. those things yeah. too. You oh, have yeah, those yeah. thoughts too, right? I mean, who, who doesn't yes. sometimes have those 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 thoughts? And, right. and that's where the enemy gets in and he, and he can win if yes, we're not careful. Yes. You know, I think about David when he went to battle. Um, he went on his own. He didn't borrow the other armor, right, from Saul. Right. He did not yes. bother, it, bar because when he tried to put it on, it was just too heavy. Too heavy. And so yes. often it's that comparison, or yes. the fear of man, or trying to do things that are people-pleasing, yes. and that is a giant in and of itself, because it does. It keeps us yes. paralyzed. Yes. I put there's also, like,
3: relational g- g- mm. Goliaths. It could be a marriage. It could be a family mm-hmm. member. It could be single, wanting to be married. It could be a prodigal child. It could be financial Goliaths, like debt that we've got ourselves right. into, or loss of work, or... Um, Like you were talking about the physical Goliaths and the emotional Goliaths, but it goes back to the same thing when you were saying it keeps us paralyzed Mm -hmm. or... It causes us to retreat Treatless. rather than
1: to stand firm mm-hmm.
3: and watch the Lord right? work on yeah. our behalf. And I
1: think that's a good lesson that we learn: standing firm. We stand firm, what, on God's word, yes. you yes. know, girded in his truth. And we're looking not at the giant, but we're looking to God. And that's yes. what David, he's like, you come against me, but I come in the name yes. of the Lord, Jesus Christ. And the enemy would love for us to take all these things, what you said, fear, anxiety, depression, oppression, fear of man, you know, self-hatred, whatever it is, and edify that up against the Lord God Almighty.
4: Right. And, it, and it's putting it on an altar, really, at the mm-hmm. same level right. of God. And that's where it's really dangerous. Because when we exalt that above God, his name is above every right. other name. And then we're not giving him that first priority and authority in our life. It becomes an idol. Yeah, yes. exactly. Idol. We're keeping
2: ourselves on the throne. Right. Even if it's in a way that puts ourselves down. Right. Yes. We're, still all, we're still elevating ourselves above God's word. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes.
4: I love what um, David said, too. um, Two, when he spoke of um, the giant, he said, He said to the men standing around him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes the disgrace of his taunting from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God? His fear was the fear of the Lord, not the fear of the people. But that's why the Lord tells us to circumcise our hearts, because it's in our heart where our belief system is. So these people had a hardened belief system and essentially was telling the Israelites that wouldn't stand up to them, you're you're acting uncircumcised, and they're supposed to be the ones who had their heart softened towards the lord
1: right Right. it truly is a heart a heart issue right it is a heart issue Mm -hmm. and you know i think about fear and how it you know 365 times the lord says do not fear but yet we are still bound by fear because of these certain giants stay with us we'll be right back with more on becoming a giant slayer here on the christian view don't go away (laughs) I don't know. The cat sat on to the Christian view. We are talking about giant slayers, and we were talking a little bit earlier about how we should have named this Goliath Must Fall because every giant in your life must fall and bow to the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever that giant is, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, relational, financial, God wants you free. And so I want to talk a little bit, Amy, about how to recognize these giants. If you missed the first segment, go back and watch it because we did talk about what modern day giants look like. And so now let's just shift gears a little bit and talk about how to recognize these giants because Sometimes, yes. Amy, we we are we are. Um, clueless to the giants in our lives. Yeah. And you know, it's
4: very similar to the first segment, but I believe more specifically, um, anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, he is the Lord of the spirits. And when we put anything in a place where we're not seeing fruit in our lives, it's not always the devil, but we have to measure and we have to ask, is there something in the word of God I'm missing? Is there something I'm not receiving as my rightful inheritance? And so knowledge is in our our mind So anything our mind does not believe about God, according to his word, has an, a potential for an opposing force to come in there, set up shop and make a home, a stronghold mm-hmm. for giants to live. And I think that's the maturity that we need to rise up in this hour and really do that hard work of looking inside ourselves. Because, right. you know, if we for years and years and years have um, accumulated, you know, financial illnesses, I, when we go through hard times and the word says that we will have persecution and trials. But. But if something is based off of a mindset that's right. where we have to look and how these we can see it in the modern day because our wrestle isn't against flesh Absolutely. and blood it's you know the powers principalities and the word says that we we make these things obey christ right. Right. so we have to look at what is not what is what is the fruit in my life that's actually not obeying christ right. we have to measure it
1: against the word of god right. and who he says he is and lee i heard something the other day it said you know there are generational curses yes. and there are generational choice choices yes. and we've got to learn to know the difference, right? right? And that comes by really doing an inner heart work. Yes. We, we, we figure out what it is. Is yes. this a curse or is this a choice that I'm yes. making every day?
5: And we have to understand that even in those decisions that we make many times, decisions we make that we think are small decisions, mm-hmm. they turn into larger-than-life things like become giants, you right, know, yes. and they stem like, oh, this was a small decision, but in our own personal life, when we think about it, many choices and things, decisions we've made have blown up, and now it goes way beyond, and it, it will cause you sometime to retreat within yourself or to respond in fear, saying, oh my God, I made a mess of this situation. Right. How do I deal with this? How do I bring this back to something that is manageable, mm-hmm. you know? So a lot of times you have to recognize it, even in making decisions, right. like you're saying, it it can be small, but thinking about down the road, how is this really going to affect me?
2: Mm-hmm. Right, and I think a good litmus test to mm-hmm. what we're saying, like how do you recognize is when Hebrew says... Don't shrink back. And it even mm-hmm. says God is not pleased when we shrink when we back. So if right. we have gotten ourselves in a situation or a situation just intimidates us to the point that we are shrinking back from speaking God's word or right. standing firm in God's word, then we know that's a spiritual giant mm-hmm. and it must be dealt with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I
3: think, yeah. too, when it steals our peace, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. mm-hmm. when you are not operating in peace, mm-hmm. that is a good right. indication that there's something there that is taking, like you said... Mm-hmm. Precedence. It's taking, you know, mm. where it should not be. It is like toppled Christ off the throne and is there.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and true. anything that doesn't line up with the Word of, the word of yes. God, if, that, right. if something in your life is out of... Is, is in chaos or confusion; mm-hmm. those things are not of God, because God is not of God of chaos yes. or confusion. And so, I think we recognize it truly by going back to the Word of God. Yes. What is God saying about what's going on in my life, what's going on in the circumstances, in the situation? Right. And we take it before, take it before the Father. Yeah, I recently read this. It's in the Passion Translation,
4: but it's the word for peace, and it's in the Hebrew language, and it actually means to destroy the authority that binds to chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what peace means. Yeah. Wow. so we it 's the absence of peace it, it seems so serene or in other you know religions like this zen but it 's not right. it 's a destroying power. When, when we have the Prince of Peace, Jesus Absolutely. said, "You will have tribulation, but my peace I give you. My you, peace I leave with you. You can't be
1: moved when you have the peace of the Lord, right you? I mean, you, exactly. you are you are girded and you are exactly. you are firm when you yes. have the peace of the Lord. Yeah. No matter what, it's like a tree rooted and grounded. When the waves come in, the other waves and the wind? When the wind comes. Right. You know, there's no waves anyway. Let's <laughs> yes. move on. Yeah. When the wind comes, you know, and, and you right. may bend, you may bend back and forth, yeah. but you're not going to break because your your roots are so right. deep. And that's mm. what peace is like when we have the peace that surpasses. Is all understanding, we may bend, but we're not going to break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just recently, um, it was actually just yesterday,
4: I was speaking to someone and they, uh, I was going through a recent health issue myself, you know, and standing on the word of the Lord. And someone said to me, oh, that sounds like what I dealt with. And this happened to me. It happened to my mother and it happened to my daughter mm-hmm. all at the same age. Wow. And I thought to myself, that's a generational curse. Right, and right. I don't want to judge this person. But at the same time, the Bible says by his stripes, we were healed. Right. So did he pay the price on the cross or not? Did Jesus pay mm-hmm. for our, our healing? He did. Right. So we can take that word, stand on it. And we don't always know why certain things happen and they
1: don't, but it's still the word of the Lord remains true. Amen. And that's yes. what we have to stand yes. on. And he will fight our battles. Amen. Amen. He will fight our battles. Exactly. We can recognize them as a battle, which we're going to talk about that in another segment. But if we can recognize that these giants, it's a battle, then we will can allow him, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm to Fight our battles for us, and God has equipped us with every good thing yes. to yes. prosper right. in this world. So yes. we know
2: that we can slay the giants That's that come right. our way, but it's just recognizing them. It's and
3: recognizing the name you were saying in the battle, Jehovah Magenenu, mm-hmm. which is a name for the Lord. Is He is our defense. Yes. He fight our battles
1: and isn't that so amazing like i would rather him fight the battles because when i try to go like Uh, if i go in someone else's armor if i don't go in the name of the lord then i just kind of mess things up and make a mock of things but if we let the lord go and fight those battles for us once we recognize them we can walk in victory we can walk in freedom we can walk in truth Um, we'll be right back with a little bit more on how you can slay your giants here on the christian view don't go away We're talking today about giant slayers and we're going to talk a little bit about how you can be a giant slayer just as God prepared David to battle Goliath, Candace, God is preparing us for the battles and the giants that we face. And so I'd love to get the, give the viewers just some tools to put in their tool belt on how they can fight their everyday Modern day giants. Well, thanks. And you said the first one I put first. Fix your
3: eyes on God and not yes. the problem. As you said, the nation of Israel was fixated on this nine foot four giant, and David was fixed on his eyes were Amen. on God. Amen. And I just give another example of it when um, the twelve. Moses sent the twelve into the promised land. Mm -hmm. Ten came back with a poor report and said, we look like grasshoppers in our eyes, in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And they saw themselves and and Caleb. Mm -hmm. And God said... You know, but Caleb, my servant Caleb has a different spirit. Yes. Caleb and Joshua said, no, God has given us. They have lost their protection. God has given us the victory. So that's the first one. Second, remember the past victories that God has already prepared you for. Because David said, God has saved me from the lion. He has saved me from the bear. He will save me from this. Uh, Uncircumcised Philistine, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's some recount and record the past victories. Three, you touched on as well, Mm -hmm. fight with the right weapons. He couldn't fight in Saul's weapons. Mm -hmm. He had to be true to himself and what God had prepared him to do. And he also fought in the name of God. Four, realize that everyone has giants to conquer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you are not, Satan will try to isolate you and let you think you're weak, you're feeble, that you are going through this, nobody's experiencing this. You are, that is not the case. Uh, as it says, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Mm-hmm. So if they persecuted me, they will persecute you, Jesus said. That's right. So you're going to, everybody is experiencing these things. So remember that. Five, stay in God's word, claim his promises, and speak God's word over the giant. Right. You know, greater is he that is in me. No weapon formed against me shall prevail. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and on and on and on. Absolutely. Next, praise God, give him the glory. The victory, what he's done, what he's going to do, and pray. Finally, pray, as G- Oswald Chambers says, we have to pray with our eyes on God and not on the difficulties. Amen.
1: I think that is huge. We have to keep ourselves. Our pastor yes, says I mean. that all the time. Yep. Stay vertical. We have to stay yes, vertical. Yes. But I do like what you say. We have to go. We, we can't compare. Our battle is different no. than someone else's yes. battle. And we can't go to battle with someone else's armor. We've no. got yes. to stay true to God and what he's called us yes. to do and how we fight our battle. Because, Trudy, how you fight a battle mm-hmm. is going to be completely different than right. how I fight. I mean, even though we're fighting with the word, it's going to look differently. Right. Yes. Exactly. And for me, it's truly keep the mental picture
2: and i know we're going to talk about this in another segment as well but just of that sword the sword of the spirit and and truly you it's just coming at you and when you can come back at it with the word of god the power is is gone amen that has been so effective for me i think think
5: it's when you were saying staying vertical i think it's also important for us to recognize early on things that we retreat from, Mm -hmm. how those things a lot of times will end up becoming giants if we Mm -hmm. leave them unchecked. So in our lives, like with me, you know, there are areas in my life a lot of times, sometimes, you know, dealing with people that are sometimes not so nice Mm -hmm. is not, I don't like a whole lot of, you know, controversy and um, things of that nature but rather than retreating a lot of times i've learned now through life just go ahead and meet it head on because when yes. i do i diffuse the enemy and breaks yes. it down and it takes away that stronghold but if i allow it to keep building and keep That's building right. and building and before you know it it's become larger in mm-hmm. life
1: i mean the enemy knows yes. he yes. knows what you struggle with he mm-hmm. knows that you want to retreat and yes. so he's gonna because con- what does the enemy want to do he wants to kill, to still destroy us. Destroy, he wants to yes. keep us bound. He wants to keep us in prison. Take away your testimony. He, yeah, Take absolutely. away your joy.
3: Take away your witness. Mm-hmm. And he tries to intimidate you And in where those Achilles heels right. are. And like when you say we respond differently, <coughs> it's because he knows our weaknesses right. are different.
2: Satan's so he, playbook.
3: Yeah. He so them. he goes after them and tries to intimidate right. us. And that's why, like you said, it, again, it's the sword of the spirit. Yeah. We need to bathe ourselves so much in God's Word that when the enemy comes out of us, that is our default. Right.
1: God's right. Word. Absolutely. Absolutely. Default. And it needs to be hidden in our heart. And you know, I, I have my Bible right here. We don't have it up on, on the platform a lot, but there are so it's so it's so rich the the bible is so rich and some people say well i don't understand Mm -hmm. the bible there's so many different versions now that you can open the bible and read the message version is easy Mm -hmm. to understand but you know one thing amy i want to talk about is having these tools in our tool belt not just for us Mm -hmm. but for future generations for our children's children. you know if we can if we can break the cycle now Mm -hmm. for us then our children who come behind us or the legacy that we leave they're going to have so much more freedom because we've done the work. Yeah.
4: Speaking of reading the word, the word says, if you love me, you will obey my command. Right. That's how part of the way that you do leave a legacy for your children by breaking those generational mm-hmm. curses and the things that, you know, families have gone through time after time, years after years, you can be the one that stands up right. and says no more, you know, and, and the word of God is, is powerful and active, sharper than the double edged sword. Right. As you keep saying, Trudy, you know, in, um, second Samuel five nineteen, it says that David inquired of the Lord saying shall i go up against the philistines will you deliver them into my hand and the Lord said to david go up i will doubtless deliver the philistines into your hand now something here that i think is really interesting is going along with reading the word and obeying mm-hmm. if you love me you will obey David obeyed the word of the Lord, right? The Lord said, surely I will, without a doubt, deliver them to you. Now he had a choice. He could have obeyed the Lord or right. he couldn't have, right. And he chose to obey the Lord because he saw, like you were saying earlier, not himself. He saw in the spirit, you know, and I think that's really the key to gaining ahead. is that we're three part being. Mm -hmm. And that we have to see in the spirit because that's where the warfare is. And know that
1: actually we are giants in the spirit. I think I was going to say something like that. We have to be bigger. We know that we are bigger than our fears. But when you're thinking about it, you know, think about... Father God standing behind you, like yes. you know, as you as a as a mom stands behind her child or a dad stands behind their child. Right. You know, we're going, but look who's coming with us. Yeah, like, who, and I think who, that's look who's what, coming with us to fight this battle. So as a child, we can kind of bend down and let the father do the work. I mean, I what think a that's great what visual.
5: David was saying when he went after Goliath. You mm-hmm. know, you coming against me with the sword and the spear, right? And I'm coming to you in the name Amen. of our Lord. Yes. He knew that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, meaning that yes. our defense is of God. So I think. You know, if we're going to dislay the giants, we've got to move in there. But it takes faith. You know, I know it's good to recognize, as you say, we're going to talk about the weapons and the different things and tools we use, but all of it's by faith. You know, yes. if I don't have right. faith to, to move in it, then I'm not going to pick up any of the tools. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to do those right. things. So we have to move in faith.
1: And I think you brought a good point, too, Candace, that we have to remember god's goodness from the yes. past we have to remember that and, and we have to speak that out yes. right we have mm-hmm. to speak out you know we we pray we we worship but then we speak forth his word and we bring back to remembrance the things that god has that's done for what us because it says said, he will i'm sorry that's okay Wait, that, you, Go ahead. <laughs> what you said about those for the
3: next generation yeah when they see you right. doing that speaking yes. what god has done in the past yeah. like this ebenezer this thus far god has helped mm-hmm. me then they are inclined to also right you know, trust him. Right, they'll see victory. They'll say, it's Well gosh, they didn't trust
1: they him didn't him. bow down. So they didn't they weren't in fear, so therefore I'm gonna walk in faith yes. as well. It will it will follow. It will follow. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on the Christian view. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on how you can become a giant slayer. Make sure you get into the Word of God, study His Word, remember His goodness, and know that He has great things for you. Thanks for tuning in today for The Christian View, and we'll see you next time. And remember, God loves you. Bye-bye.